Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome back to another Just Films and That new release special. This time around, it's the latest installment in the Mission Impossible franchise, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. What a mouthful. Anyway, as with the others, I'm going to keep this as spoiler-free as possible, but if you don't want to know anything, make sure you listen to this after you've seen it. Uh, whilst I've got your attention, if you could head over to the app you're listening to this on, give us a little rating and review, it would be hugely appreciated. But listen, thank you so much for tuning in. You're an absolute gem. Anyway, I'm not going to do a plot synopsis. Look, it's a Mission Impossible film. Tom Cruise is Ethan Hunt. He's got a mission. He's got gadgets. He runs the stunts. Big bangs, all that sort of stuff. You know what you're getting in for the Mission Impossible film, and this is no different. So, I'm going to start with what I liked. Overall, I enjoyed the film. It's the same old formula, but it is done as well as we've seen it before. I'd probably say it's it's not as good as the last one, but that's just my personal opinion because I love the last one, the Mission Impossible 4. I thought it was brilliant. Anyway, loads of great action and stunts in this, executed really stylishly and a pretty breathless pace, to be honest with you. Considering it's almost three hours long, um, I didn't feel it. Towards the end, I went I went to the toilet because I could not hold in um, a, a little wee any longer than I could. I had a lot of water, guys. I like to stay hydrated, you know how it is. And uh, I got back and there was like 10 minutes left and I didn't realise I'd been watching it for like an hour and 40 minutes or something like that. Anyway, there are stunts in this that I mean you know the stunts are always good in these films there are stunts in this where they might as well po post a clip of a Bond film or a Bourne film next to it and be like look look at, look at that we're doing it better little uh, little car chase in the European city do it better fight on top of a fight on top of a train we'll do it better um, anyway in terms of the character development the plot I enjoyed that as well this one takes it to a little bit more in terms of exposition it's a lot more expositional and it takes it to a lot more of a personal place for Ethan Hunt as a character and there's some great world building in there too about how the IMF works and, and, and stuff like that I know they've hinted the next one might be his last one and then they've also now come out and said that it's not going to be his last one but either way this one is obviously it's part one and it's definitely building up to the next part whilst also you know delivering all those things that you want from the franchise um, it's also a little bit more self-aware as well it's a little bit more meta so it plays around with the genre plays around with your expectations and there's some comedy bits in there too which which i really liked um some great new additions to this as well so you've got the same old people you know same old faces that we know tom cruise simon Pegg, ving rames all that sort of stuff rebecca ferguson but then you've also got pom clementif hope i'm saying that right and Haley atwell in there too um not only do they bring you know they, they sort of balance that diversity up a little bit but they both bring their own great you know energy in there to it particularly like Hayley Atwell's inclusion as she's she's sort of put in there to be the um 
audience eye view of what it would be like to actually be a normal person caught up in this world being dragged along for the ride. And then that sort of feeds back to what I was saying earlier about the exposition about how the world is built uh, and some comedy as well. Uh, just one final thing I liked as well, because um, I don't it's not something I often touch on, but the sound mixing and sound editing in this is just is phenomenal. There is a there's a real punch to um well, it's a real punch to all the punches. Um, so it makes the whole thing seem more visceral when you're watching these, you know, fantastically executed stunts. In terms of the dislikes, there's a few... Look, there's a few bits where I need to probably have a little word with myself and detach myself from the genre because some of it does just come with the territory. My main issue with this was the main overall sort of villainous device. Now, often in Mission Impossible films, the plot's either a MacGuffin to move the story along whilst you enjoy the action, or it's, you know... That's often what it is, I suppose. And in this, it does feel like they're making a little bit more of a point. But the problem is with the way, for me, it's the way it's written. It's too vague. So it's either deliberately vague in order to build up to something, or it's trying to avoid being too specific because they don't want to isolate people or be seen to be making too much of a point. But for me, I just found it hard to follow and I wasn't sure what was actually going on in, in, in places. I won't spoil it, but it's... It, that's that's my main issue and the problem with it then is they then outline what the the device is what the plot is through just expositional conversations so two things then happen first is there's loads there's at least two or three scenes of people just filling in each other's sentences and exposition dumping about what the thing is to get the thing to do the thing and we'll do the thing and all that sort of stuff and that it just feels a bit there's a bit in it where there's so much expositional dialogue i thought it was going to turn out to be a simulation. Like, like that's how much it is. Um, and the second is that then informs a lot of weird blockbuster whisper acting. Now I know that's a you know it's a trope of the genre, but I really noticed it. You know, I really noticed it in this, and I just sort of found it irritating. You know, there are bits where people are just two people having a conversation in a room, and there'd be no reason to talk so arch all the time and i just you know if, i suppose if you think of the matrix sequels the dialogue in the, of the matrix sequels you're in the ballpark there a little bit so that's the main thing and then the other thing is look sorry you know for this i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna moan about something now that i should probably just shut up and suspend my disbelief for so if you're thinking just shut up josh that's fine but don't tell me it hurt my feelings and i'm, I'm, I'm fragile guys um but the whole the whole mask thing right now everyone in this world everyone in this world uses these masks and i've never had the this issue with the fact that you know you can give tom cruise a mask and he suddenly appears to be a guy who's a foot taller with a bigger nose or different colored eyes or whatever but there's a bit in this and this isn't a spoiler but skip forward one minute if you don't want to hear it and i'll get it out but there's a bit in this where a character uses a mask who has the most obviously different coloured eyes to who they're meant to be. And it is just not mentioned. And there's no way that that whole thing got through everyone who's involved in this film, the edit and all the people who were involved before it goes to screenings that didn't point out that that is really jarring. So I just found it to be a bit of a weird choice, I think. Um, but anyway, other than that, it's probably the worst Cruise haircut of the, of the series. But listen... The man looks fantastic. The man looks better than I will ever look. He's got great hair. So you know what? You do you, Tom. Keep keep up the running. Um, and listen, overall, look, it's exactly what you want from a Mission Impossible film. It's loud, it's daft, it's silly, and it is it's just loads of fun. So, have, you know, get out there, give it a watch, make it your own mind, see what you think. Let us know what you think. 
get in touch with us over on our social media pl- uh, channels if you search for Just Films and that on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok or Facebook you'll find us. Get in touch, suggest a film uh, and we'll be back every Tuesday with our normal episodes talking about all your favourite underrated and underseen films. Thank you very much for listening and I'll see you next time. Cheerio! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.